0: is Udala and uh, we pick up with the very top you know, maybe we'll start at the very bottom of Udala Bay just to remind ourselves what the debate is. And we're going to be figuring out uh, when the world was created. I'm not figuring it out, but anyway, we'll be, we'll be talking about it. All uh, right, Tanya. So five lines from the bottom of Yeramadret. We taught. that Olam. Um, the world was created in Tishrei. Petishrei Nildu Avot. Petishrei Meisu Avot. So the forefathers were born and died on Tishrei. Uh, but Pesach, the one thing that wasn't on Tishrei, or one of the few things, was the Pesach Nolad Yitzchak. And we'll see why in the Gemara. But it's to some degree is tied into the next line of Rosh Hashanah Sar Rachel V'chana. If Sar Rachel and Chana were remembered, and that means they became pregnant, so Sar became pregnant on Vashashana then uh, we'll see why Ligmar feels that Yitzhak had to be born on a yontiv, Um but anyway but to some degree that connects to him being born on Pesach although that is only about six months later we'll see about that. The Rosh Hashanah Yosef was freed from prison. The Rosh Hashanah Avoda and Rosh Hashanah their work uh, they were freed from uh, servitude. Where, um, they weren't they weren't free. They didn't become free people, but they stopped having to work. The Nisan Nigalu the actual redemption happens in Nisan So this is similar to thank you uh, this idea of a gradual uh, freedom. We pointed out parallels what we saw about the whole idea of the uh, movement from Rosh Hashanah to. Yom. On uh, the Yovel, um, be, um, okay. Beniethan, we got a little bit tishriot tishri, we got out, but in the future that we redeemed in tishri. So pretty much everything was in tishri except what you have to say was in Isin, which was Pesach and Yosef uh, and um, um, what's his name's and uh, Yitzchok's birth that's Rabbi Eliezer what's his name right Rabbi Yeshua Omer Benisa Niva Alam, Benisa Nodu Avos No, Avos was created in Nisan the forefathers were born in Nisan they died in Nisan again with this idea that Yitzchak was born in Pesach which then means that the one point he winds up conceding or not one point is that idea that they were remembered that was Rosh Hashanah. again that could be seen and is tied into the Yitzchak idea um, also tied in as the Gemara will do it to the idea of Yitzhak. Rosh Hashanah is a day of remembrance. For Rosh Hashanah, Yothi Yosef in Beis ha- Yosef was freed on Rosh Hashanah. For Rosh Hashanah, but love, and with Mitzrayim. They stopped having to do work in Egypt on Rosh Hashanah. So these things he, he does conceive was on Rosh Hashanah. And Benissa Nigala, and Ligael. They were redeemed in Nisan. And in the future, they will be redeemed in Nisan. Okay, so basic debate of whether most of these things you date from Nisan or from Tishwe. Now the Gemara is going to unpack it. Tanya, with some how do you know the world was created in Tishrei? Shneamar by Yom God says, "Tachay Desha, let the land uh, be covered with grass." A says, "Mazri grass with seed." Eight pre, pre a fruit tree making fruit. Okay, Ezu Chodesh, what is the month? Shaarat de Desheim, Ilan Malei Pirat, that the land brings forth grass and the tree is filled with fruit. Heavy omer t it's fish, you know. Think about it like when's apple picking season, right? It's in September. That's when the trees are filled with fruit, is in the beginning of the fall. In the
1: northern hemisphere.
0: In the northern hemisphere. Right. What if it's in the Mediterranean? Yeah. Okay. But
1: grass so, grows in the spring, though. Okay, so the, so here's the, the
0: question about the grass part of the story. The Gemara is going to focus on the tree and going to focus on the difference of whether the tree is filled with fruit, which is <coughs> what it is in the uh, fall in September in Tishrei, or whether it starts starts blossoming and the fruit starts coming out, which is what happens in spring and in Nisan That's what the Gemara will focus on. Rashi says that there's also an issue going on here about the grass, although the Gemara doesn't focus on it. And then there's a question of the girsah, um, our girsah is which is that this is the time when the um, when the grass starts uh, coming out um, Rashi seems to have had the gear say here that all the grass has already grown I don't know when is it grassier in the spring or in the fall spring, spring? in the
1: Mediterranean it's the spring yeah because then nothing grows in the fall because
0: it's dry uh-huh so there's a question here,
1: yeah. Right, when it sprouts. What? Sprouting of the grass in the spring.
0: Right. So that's why some have the gear So it seems that Rashi had the gear and this is going to be contrasted to a apostroph which is the Totseharit Desha, which was when it starts coming out. So here Rashi's gear seems to have been, which is what the Bach changes it to, it's Tadseharit. Tajse means already a coating of grass. Seems to have in his gears was maleadishaim, similar to Malay peyrot. That somehow in the fall already all the grass has come out. The marsha says that the gemara isn't even focusing on the grass at all. Um, it's, uh, you know, the emphasis here is whether the, what the story is with the trees, the way the trees are different in the fall or in the spring. Let's read it with uh, with the switch in the gears so, which seems to reflect Rashi's gears of What? Well, it's implicit. If you look at the Rashi where he says and then if you skip down to um, to five, four lines down, we have to, you have to read it in conjunction with the next piece of Gemara where it says V'loksi, Vitache. Anyway, if you read, if you combine it, Rashi no. isn't explicit, but the Bach yeah. is picking up on the hints in Rashi. Okay, so we'll read it with the Bach yourself. The... Is that in the Mediterranean? There's no well, grass.
1: Southern degree, aware of the southern.
0: Oh, I don't know. Right. But presumably, if this was right, this, you know, if Ghanadan was around, I mean, I don't know if this was happening in Ghanadan. I mean, probably this was happening in the whole world, you know. It's an interesting question. That's right. But if, it, if you focus on Ga- the Ghanadan area, which is presumably, you know, the Fertile Crescent, right, the Euphrates and the Tigris and so on, so we're still talking what about the Northern Hemisphere. Like the, you know, like
1: the, I the question of the, of the period um,
0: the, the idea that uh, oh really you could be right I don't know all the different ideas that I aid in started. Certainly the shot of the sukim is, uh, is, in, um, is in the uh, Fertile Crescent. But, of course, this is about the world, you know. Yeah. So it's also, it's a good point trying to identify what's happening in, I'm sorry, sorry trying to identify wh- wh- what time of year this is happening, if it's happening in the entire world. So that's the point, the difference between the hemispheres. Although you're right, I don't know if the Gemara did know the difference between the, hem- you know, between the hemispheres. That, anyway, all right, so we're going to read it in so taché means it's already coated with grass and the emphasis is going to be on h tree it's already fully a fruit tree so it's filled with grass and filled with fruit what time is it Heavy Yom is the Tishrei; it's Tishrei. Va'osar perex man raviyahitan. That was the time of rain, right? The rains you want the rains to begin like soon after Tishrei in Cheshvan. The yardu gushamim betsimchu, and the rain came down, and the worth were, were and the uh, grass sprouted up, or the uh, were or not or whatever, everything sprouted. Shene'emar the ed ya'alemin aretz. This got called you know it's called Ne'hadama, right? The beginning in Perik Bet of Breishit, where where in the where this uh there's the clouds cause the rain and it's ultimately part of the story of the creation of the human being so the beginning of the rainy season happens soon after Kishrei why we sa- start saying Tain and and so on I never understood this why is the word for a quarter a fourth yeah. the same as the word for
1: rain um,
0: I don't think it's the word for a fourth it's, um, it's I think it's the word for um, uh, 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 sexual relations it's yes, a yes. uh, rovi- water so, Right, because it's, you know, it's, uh, the whole thing is a very much sort of a, uh, sexually suggestive and, the, you know, the whole sede uh, Habaal and right. the, the rain comes yeah. down and it, it, it fertilizes the earth and something sprouts forth, right? It penetrates right. the earth. Right. So right. the word, you know, to be rovea, rovea. right, whatever, right. and... La, it, right, literally. yeah, yeah. So it's not from a quarter. It's, okay. it's, 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 uh, it's really from a sexual term. Yeah. Okay. is... Yes, exactly. All right. Um uh what was? Okay, the tateart step of side with the aryshona. Um the tateart there uh, okay, Rabbi Yeshua. How do you know it was created in Nissan? Okay. Um, the verse says, The eighth ose so it's not yet a fruit tree. It's not yet filled with fruit. It's a fruit. That, it's a tree that is making fruit or will make fruit. again. We'll go with the It's It's not yet coated with grass. It's just initially sprouting grass. The Elan motzi they wrote and it's not yet an Eitz Pri it's an Eitz Ose Pri the fruit is just beginning to come to, to blossom so heavy Omer is Nisan it's Nisan those are Vechai and that's the period of fertility so the other one mentioned rain you know here he's talking about yeah but to the animals it's the spring that's a period of fertility Um Karim which is the Quasuk we quoted earlier if you'll remember which is why the Rosh Hashanah for sheep and for Maise Behemah is in Elul um, or Tishrei because they are mating um, in Nisan so therefore it makes sense at this time of fertility and you see the brach of Puravu and so on although it's interesting the Pesukim never speak about the animals mating but it makes sense to associate that image of the creation of the world and the fecundity of the world with this period of time in Nisan okay V'idach na Nami haksiv et so, what does Rabbi Eliezer do with the verse that says a tree that makes fruit um, and which sounds like it's not yet filled with fruit it's just that it is beginning to make fruit that sounds like Nisan no that's to tell you for in the future that the trees are created with the potential to make fruit this is the blessing that they have for future generations but when it was originally created it was filled with fruit ho means it has the capacity to make fruit and that is the nature of of the tree. But at the time was Tishrei and when it was already filled with fruit. Okay, so now the Gemara says, um, what does Reb Yeshua to do with the idea that it says a fruit tree, which sounds like that it's filled with fruit, sounds like it's Tishrei. who could have Yeshua ben Levi, that's Rab Yeshua ben Levi, Yeshua ben Levi, all the acts of creation, biko masun nivru, they were created already in their full stature, right it's not like you know when Adam and Chava were created they were one day old infants right so it's not when the trees were created they were little uh, it was a little sapling trees were created you know the things were created already fully formed <laughs> now that's an interesting idea they were they were created only with their acquiescence you know, so God basically said to the trees, do you trees want to be created? So besides of the uh, personification aspects there, or the anthropomorphism aspects, I should not say personification, anthropomorphism, there's also the circular problem. How do you yeah. say to the trees you want to be created if the tree wasn't created yet? So maybe it's like to the, to, you know, somehow the, the tree tower in the world. I have no idea what this means. Okay, anyway. Right, trees have souls. Anyway, it is, there is a powerful image, though, about like the sense of like, you know, the. Um, um, the, the world you know you know create, making this inanimate world and you know I mean you don't want to get to the point of being like uh, what is that uh, Druidism or whatever you know that sees mm-hmm. the spirits and I'm not saying that far but to see an idea somehow that the whole world has this like you know uh, power and potential to actualize its own you know it's not just inanimate but anyway there's the uh,
1: Buddhism has to ordain truth
0: oh god okay fine also maybe the
1: idea of Know it, art,
0: like, right, right, so the platonic, the right. we coming into the
1: physical
0: world. Right, right. You know, when it gets into those whole issues, like, you know, about how the sun and the moon argue with God, like, who gets to be the bigger one, right? You know, those similar, and, you know, the famous Midrash that Rashi quotes, also about h pre osa pre, God wanted it, you know, to, uh, to taste, the, the bark to taste like the fruit, and it didn't listen, and it, you know. So this whole idea of, like, these, uh, powers in the world and that this natural world has, like, will is an interesting idea and in some ways a disturb- very disturbing idea but provocative nonetheless. Okay. So it says, so, and according to their... Um, which Rashi sort of sounds like it means like their uh, distinctive uh, shape and appearance, um, wh- which is not exactly the same, but you know, as these other things, but but it basically means that things were, everything was created with its own very distinctive appearance and shape.
1: <laughs> I
0: guess right. I guess right. <laughs> right. All right. Right. All the hosts. <laughs> their desire or their, 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 their um, you know, particular um, uh, distinctive shape um, or appearance. Yeah. So what does it mean? So how does this answer our question about h pre? Because it answers it that H-O-S-Pri might, if it just said H-O-S-Pri, it might have indicated that they're not yet big enough and that the, the size enough ready to bear fruit. So eighth Pri says that they are fully a fruit tree, not meaning that they're filled with fruit, but that the full size of a fruit tree, and therefore uh, prepared to really be filled with fruit. But ultimately, it, they were not yet filled with fruit. It was Nisan, and it was still in the stage of Osepri, where the fruit was coming out. Okay, so that's the debate about when the world was created. Um, Rabbi Eliezer Omer, now, Rabbi Eliezer says, of course, you know, if you just think about the imagery, the whole idea of Nisan and spring and birth is a sort of more powerful imagery to think about at the time of the creation of the world. Um, okay. Rabbi Eliezer Omer. noldu how do you know that the fathers were created in Tishrei? um, because the verse says, um, created, born, in Tishrei, the verse says, Okay, so they all gathered to the king Shlomo in the months of Etanim in the Chag. So we've mentioned already that in the Torah, the months are numbered, right? Once it says, So, so Nisan is one, Eor is two, and so on. In um, in, the, in, um, in, in Tanakh before, before Golos like in these spoken by Shlomo uh, you have a you have a numbering of months but you also have a naming of months and the naming of months though somehow seems to be Hebrew names right it's only after the Chorban uh, Habayas and in books like uh, Esther and Ezra and Nehemia that, that, that you have the Babylonian names of Tishrei, Chesh and so here by Shlomo you have naming of months but more given Jewish names um, <laughs> and um, let's Let's try to see what those names mean. Okay, so this is Bechag. This is Sukkot. And it is the Yerach Ha-Eitanim. So what does the word Yerach mean? Eitan normally means like strength. Mm-hmm. So let's take a look. Yerach... The months that the strong ones of the world were born, meaning the forefathers. My listen to Where do you get this idea that the word etan means strong? To um, like the verse says, You know, your dwelling place is uh, secure, is strong. The Omer, hero mountains. The 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 the, 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 ar- the argument or of God or the contention of God, etanim moste arat, and the etanim, the foundations of the earth. Okay, the Omer. So anyway, so presumably that reading reading that as a pasuk where the second half parallels the first half. So Eitanim are now also identified with mountains. So now we're not just going to say that Eitan is strong, you know, the idea of strength connected with the foundation, but we're even going to drive the idea home because of its being uh, parallel and equated with mountains. The Omer, the verse says, <laughs> So my, my beloved is coming, which is the time of redemption. You know, skipping over the mountains, jumping over the valleys. So Mitaleg al Heharim by the, four, by the merit of the forefathers, which are seen of as mountains, the al givot skipping over the valleys, imahot by the merit of the mothers, and therefore, again, if okay, now it's sort of like proving one midrash; it's another midrash. But in that pasuk, we understand harim is forefathers, and another pasuk has apon with harim. So therefore, we have it as the forefathers. Doesn't I think the itch- interesting issue about the imagery of the mountains being fathers and the valleys or the um, you know uh, being being the uh, mothers. Uh, first of all could be the idea before... Both of these points, you know, again this imagery of like Mother Earth, of you know fertility and so on, um, which is the very you know very feminine um, imagery, um, is connected here with the divi- oh, with the valleys, which tend to be the ones the places where you know are planted and and and, uh, and things grow. Also, one does sort of wonder again the idea of like just the physical sense of like you know protrusion, you know the, the mountains stick out and the valleys lie low and are indented. So presumably that has to do with that association of that imagery. Yes.
1: So I'm going about, uh, about uh, spring being a more natural observation. Uh, right. That's what the, what the argument is, is: the world created kind of fully formed. Ah. Fall, you know, like it's <laughs> done already, or is it a developing thing,
0: which is spring? Right. So that's exactly the idea of, da- of Datan and Sivyonam and so on. Although the Gemara quoted the Datan and Sivyonam for the one that said spring, but yes, you're right. In a way, yeah. you know, in, in a way, you're right. The um, that is the question it sort of is it gets back to the uh, whole um, to the whole sense about um, you know about the human why the humans are planted on the earth like do you see the earth as you know, this burgeoning, you know, fr- fertility and you're supposed to be sort of part of the growing and developing or is it like Le chamois, you know, your role as preserving it's already fully formed. But it's interesting. You're right. The different types of imagery that are evoked by thinking about the spring or thinking about, you know, but it is funny even with the idea that the fall is fully formed but it's also the beginning of the period where things start to die and to, you know, so, although on the other hand you could argue the opposite. You could argue that the fall is the beginning of human creativity because it's when you begin the planting. Thing. And when you begin actually, you know, the things aren't just like naturally coming out, but you are the human component in terms of bringing life, and, you know, to the earth half begins in the fall, which is why, you know, which is one reason, which is the logic why Tishrei is one, you know, we have these two models, Tishrei and Nisan, which are exactly that, right? Nisan is the natural sort of, you know, a bir- you know, a, a birthing of the world and a uh, sprouting forth. And but Tishrei is the beginning of the agricultural cycle. So very interesting, Yeah.
1: And and Paris, and Reishi, everything sprouts from the ground. Right. Everything grows from the ground. The people, they all come from soil. Right. All the animals right. sprout from the ground. Right. On the other hand, you sprout could say that, ground. you know,
0: that stuff where it says about it raining, which is more it associates with Tishrei, and it says, Vadam yeah, la So right. the idea of avodat adamah is something associated more with Tishrei, but not with, you plants know, the plants. Well, really no, right. And right. And, and, so it's very interesting to think about the different types of Imageries that are come up, thinking about that, and also the human component in that all sense of fertility and creation. Okay, yes.
1: Uh, when they spoke about the will and desire to create, yeah, asking the the created. Right. So I was reading in the Arya Kaplan Kabbalah. So the first point of creation is Hashem's will and desire uh-huh.
0: to create. So, so now it's being paralleled by the by, by those, those that are created. Right. To, but to to express their own awesome. will, right, yeah. right. Yeah, you know, you're right. That's also very powerful in terms of that whole idea of, like, partnership, you know, which um, the Torah is explicit in terms of the human being, which are B'Tselem Elohim, and they're there to somehow, you know, you know, be partners with God and take God's charge. But if you think about all of creation giving over their will then the entire creation is sort of partnering with God in the creation that's a very nice idea a very powerful idea Okay, so that's how we get it with that it means that they were born in Tishrei because of Eitan so how about the other one Rabbi Yoshua where do you know that they were born in Nisan the verse says another Pasuk by Shlomo by the building of the base of Mikdash in the fourth Year in the month of Ziv, and the next two words which it should have quoted, which is "Hu chodesh Hasheni." Okay, now we know that again the numbering of months is from Nisan so Chodesh Ziv is Er. Okay, so let's see how we get from Ziv being Er to the world to the forefathers being created, being created, being born in Nisan Okay, so it says in the month in which like the, the shining ones or the distinctive ones of the world were born now it's, it's a little bit of a challenge because the luminaries ah excellent translation the luminaries were created but the uh, problem is is that of course this is Hayyerech Hashaini so Rashi has to stretch a little and say it means by the time we got to Yerach Hashemi, they would already be born, which is a bit of a kvet. So then Rashi has another explanation which is that, you know, the idea of Nisan is not only the month of Nisan, but it's also a way to describe Tukfat Nissan, right. right, which is like the spring uh, equinox or, you know, the spring season. Um, and therefore, Rashi uh, says that it maybe it's called this month is called z- ziftane, you know Yerach Ziv, because kufat Nisan the season extends into um, e, um, E.R., but it's a little—it's a little bit of a challenge. We're trying to use the word Ziv to identify it as. Um, as Nisan, when the Torah is explicit that this is referring to the second month, well, which is E-R. Okay. Okay, so anyway, v'hak si'i eitanim. Now, what do you do with the idea that it says yarech eitanim? If you say that they were born in Nisan, what else would yarech eitanim mean? Hatzem t't'kifi No, that's because that period of tishrei is very strong in mitzvos. What does that mean? You look at Rashi, Rashi says, a very nice, short little Rashi, shofar, yom kippurim, V'Arava, and then he also, which is put in parentheses, maybe because that's a question of Minognevim or something. Anyway, there's tons of mitzvot in Tishrei. You don't stop doing mitzvot. So that's why it's called Etanim, but not because that's when the forefathers were, were, were born. The Now, if you say they were born in Tishrei, what do you do with the ziv referring to um, E-R? What would ziv mean if it doesn't mean the, when the luminaries were born? Ahu the ispe ziva li'lani? No, it means that the trees are blossoming. And there's like a, a glow, you know, a beauty a, a beauty a beauty around the trees and that's what Ziz means. The Amar Yehuda Haiman did not think Nissan if you go out in Nissan the reason of quoting Reb Yehuda here is because of Connecting, he's going to say a about a bracha, but connecting it with Nisan, If you go out in the time of Nisan, in the springtime, because the ivani de and you see a tree that is beginning to sprout forth, um, not sprout, blossom forth, only you say, blesses God who did not make lacking anything from His world. Created good, goodly creatures and, and good tree and goodly trees for human beings to derive pleasure from them, even from their appearance, not only from eating from them. Um, that's the special bracha you make when trees are blossoming. Anywhere so. in
1: the world, or just in Eretz Yisrael. No,
0: anywhere. anywhere. Yeah, yeah. You go colony. look in your various sidurim; it has it. You know, people that are aware of it, so whenever it comes spring and they walk outside, they say, like, "Where's the sitter? Because like you have to remember, remind yeah, yourself, I, I, like, I, uh, "What is that bracha?" You don't make yeah, it so the, often. At the uh, the
1: store spring, oh, yes, they they to, the flowering cherry Oh yeah. Oh yes. Here's the bracha. Yeah.
0: I grew up in, uh, you know, in Maryland near Washington, D.C., and then beautiful. with the, the oh, yeah. cherry blossoms, oh, yeah. oh, that you could make a blossom yeah, for, okay? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, anyway, so Ziv means it's beautiful because the trees are blossoming. All right, so that's the question of when the forefathers minus Yitzchak were born. Okay, now... Um, Mandam r'ben Yisrael noledu, ben Yisrael Now, if you say they were born in Nissan, they died in Nissan. Mandam r'bet Tishrei noledu, bet Tishrei meisu. They were born in Tishrei, they died in Tishrei. Shene emar. Vayomer olhim. Vayomer. Excuse me. Vayomer olhem. Vayme'av esim shana nochiayom. Moshe said to them, "I am one hundred and twenty years old today." So what does it mean? Had today. Sheein I mean damelur mahayom. My name's today. So umad damelur mahayom. Mahayom malu yamayush Today I am exactly one hundred twenty years old. My days and my years are complete. Um. The to teach you, shall Baruch Malaysian or to God fills out the years of the righteous day to day and month to month. Because presumably, if there's an idea that a person is decreed to live a certain amount of time, so presumably that means, a f- like, 20 years, it mean, or not 20, 70 years, it means that full amount of years. So if somebody dies on the day they were born, they filled out their years. Mal'u The amount that was decreed was completely filled. Um, at um, mispar yamecha Amalei, I will fill the number of your days so therefore if they were born in Tishrei they died in Tishrei born in Nisan died in Tishrei Nisan the Pesach noah Yitzchak now everybody agrees Yitzchak was born in Pesach minala where do you get it from? Terechziv La The Malachim say to Sarah, "We, I will return to you." or God says, "I will return to you at this time." Moed. Now, presumably, la means this same time next year. Yes. Okay, but the Gemara here is interpreting moed to mean. I mean, there's a long Tosfos tries to figure out if this fits with other things. But anyway, the Gemara is interpreting it to mean a yantiv, a moed. So the next yantiv, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to have a child. All right. How could you already have a child by the next yantar? Not enough time to get pregnant and to give birth. So the Gemara says, Amos um, Kai, when is this happening? If they're telling her to do this at Pesach, you'll have a child by Shavuos. How can you give birth in 50 days? Oh, must be that it was Shavuos. So then they'd say what? By Sukkot by you'll have a baby? You can't have a baby in five months. Ella, of course you all understand the anachronism here of making the Chagim already existing at this time. Anyway, Ella the um, Kai it's at Sukkot, the la okay, you'll have it in Nisan. So you see that Yitzchak that, that was born in Nisan. That would be the only way you have at least six months. So the Gemara says one minute. The Akati so it's six months still isn't enough. Okay? Tana no. It was a leap year. Oh. So they had seven months from Sukkot to Tishay and in seven full months then you could actually have a, uh, a baby. So the Gemara says Mubaratitesh. Um, so so. Nevertheless, ki mar tuma If you wait the days after Sarah's uh, became impure, then you'll be left. Then then it won't be a full seven months because again, if you if if, if you read Rashi on the Torah, you have this woven into the story, right? You know, but says um, when it says so says Edna Right, so we have a youth, Rashi says, you know, Oso Oso yom piersa that day when the malach, you know, when the malachim came, Sarah. Had had menstruated and that's why also it says that he didn't feed her He didn't, didn't feed the malach in the dough because she was. became a nida when she was making the dough and you don't want to give the guests the tummy food anyway so this is all part of the midrashic interpretation of these psukim so if she had become a nida that day then she could not conceive I mean presumably they were keeping hilchos nida that's also the assumption maybe even without that assumption if that's her period she can't conceive right after having her period they had to wait like a, a week or two um, so it's not a full seven. Months, it would only be six and a half months from the time they would be able she'd be able to conceive till the time she could give birth. So the Gemara says no um, even according to the one that says that when a woman comes, goes full term and she gives birth after nine months it will not be a partial month it will be nine full months I don't know exactly what that means obviously women give birth a little prematurely but okay um, nevertheless when we say a woman gives birth in seventh month can be partial months. so therefore it can be into the seventh month um, you can still give birth Again, this is quite bizarre, you know. This, serious right, right, serious premature, right? You know, three months, two and a half months premature. This is before they had incubators, um, and again, you know, this is a gemara that assumes seventh month baby is better than an eight month baby. Um, but nevertheless, the gemara does this a number of times and assumes that there could be a birth just at the beginning of the seventh month. So therefore, the only way this is possible is from. Uh, from Sukkot till Pesach, it was a leap year, that's seven months, minus a few days for sorry to get, to become, uh, to be able to get pregnant, and therefore, it, that's how Yitzchak could, you be born by the next Moed, and that's how you see that Yitzchak was born on Pesach. Yeah. Kenemar, it let's just put Bruce, as Yamim and it was, at, you know, this is by, uh, Chana, right? So, is that right? By Chana? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and it was after the, uh, the seasons of time, the minimum of seasons is two so a season is three months At six months and the minimum of, day, of days is two so after six months and two days Chana gave birth so you see you can give birth after even in the beginning of the seventh month yes
1: um, immediately after the visit to Abraham and Sarah where a child is promised the Malachim go to Sodom yeah and uh, uh, Lot makes Maksa for them right and Rashi says that that's it the Pesach. right. So,
0: and Rath al torah also says Lamoed Lecha means Ba'oso Perak baa, which basically means the same time next year. Yeah, that makes torah. more sense. So that's what this Tosus tries to figure oh, okay. out. okay. But this Gemara seems to, you know, seems to assume that this event happened in Tishrei. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, would also fit with the next line which is that Sara was remembered in Tishrei, right? Hashanah mm-hmm. Okay, so let's take a look. And so it says B'Rosh uh, Hashanah uh, okay, Rosh Hashanah Sarah and Chana Sarah and we just mentioned already Sarah and Chana right so Sarah and Chana were remembered Minalam, where do you know this from I'm a on Rosh and everybody agrees to that even if you're normally a Nisan man like Rabbi Yosua right Rosh Hashanah is the time of remembrance and this is going to be really underscored that idea of Rosh Hashanah as the time when God remembers aski zechira zechira you learn now from the idea of to visit which means to remember. And from two words of Kidan and then from two words of zechira. K'fiv by It says by Rachel. By Yiscor, Okimet Rachel. God remembered Rachel, vayiftachet Rachma. V'kseiv v'chana, vayis kireh Hashem. God remembered her. Okay, now how do you know it was Rosh Hashanah? V'kseiv, so that so. I mean, the ashes zichir zichir are Rosh Hashanah. V'kseiv Shabbatson zichron trua, a day of rest, a remembrance of the shofar blast. So the idea of zikaron, a day of remembrance, right, is the central theme of Rosh Hashanah. And if God is remembering Rachel and Hannah, he's remembering them on Rosh Hashanah. And now, now that we get that by Rachel and Hannah, so it's now we're going to link that to a word of p'kida and get it to apply to Sarah. ki kipa Hashem et Hannah, God remembered Hannah. God remembered or visited Sarah so the same way Chana was Rosh Hashanah Sarah was Rosh Hashanah of course there's a little bit of a problem because we just said that the Malachan visited on Sukkot and he gave birth on Pesach so on the one hand you could have just said from that previous thing we could figure out that he was remembered in Tishrei fine but now we're not the saying Tishrei we're saying Rosh Hashanah so she remembered in Rosh Hashanah Then how does that fit with the thing we just said a minute ago, which is the Malachim visited in Sukkot, right? So it's not really working so well together. It works better if you say the Malachim visited like Charlie was just saying in Pesach and they said next year at this time and then God could have remembered her six months later at Rosh Hashanah mm-hmm. and then you could have her still after, okay, six, seven months, seven curse, whatever, you know, well, not seven and a half from Rosh Hashanah till Sukkot, to Pesach, six and a half to a dark. Right. Once you add an adar, it's yeah. right. It's yeah. seven and a half. Right. So anyway, that would work very nicely. Right. It does So it doesn't work with the previous Gemara, but that could work well. It ties in that they're saying a year from now, then few, six months later she's remembered, and then seven and a half months later she gives birth. Okay.
1: Because right. yeah. the wants to
0: read Right. And the next Yontiv. Right. right. Uh, so that's
1: what, tosas, that's what this Tosa
0: That's what this Tosa strives to figure out. Okay. Now. Um, okay. Um, Rosh uh, Yosef Yosef was freed from prison on Rosh Hashanah Minalan so again, the tie into to, you know, to Rosh Hashanah, the time of remembrance, right? Because, you know, I mean, the whole point about Yosef being freed started from an idea of forgetting, right? He said, um, uh, You know, he didn't remember. So anyway, so again, the theme of being remembered on Rosh Hashanah. And again, tying into a pasuk specifically about Rosh Hashanah So we already have said earlier that that's a Pesach about Rosh Hashanah and now a testimony by Yosef when he went out over the land of Egypt so you see the Pesach open with Rosh Hashanah and then they talk about Yosef being brought to Parol being whatever made master over Egypt and therefore, that was also on Rosh Hashanah. By the way, this is a very, um, you know, a graphically interesting daf, right? Because it's got this ha at the top. You that? know, so that is somebody that is writing, I don't know who exactly wrote it, but it is a comment on Tosos, again, trying to figure out the story of whether the angels came on Rosh Hashanah or, you know, on Sukkot time or on Pesach time. Mm-hmm. So after Tosos discusses it, some commentator added his... Trying to figure it all out. Of course, the funny thing is, is those who wrote the Gemara, right you know, if you were writing it like nowadays with like footnotes or something, you would have put this hagga at the bottom of the page right. and the Gemara could have looked normal. Okay, the problem is that it was a hagga that was a, a sub, like, like a footnote to the toast post. So you wanted to put it, you know, right oh. after the Tosos, but it's, but it's just a very strange-looking page. I don't think there's another page in Shas that looks like this. This doesn't actually start with, you know, the Rashi Tosos as the first line. Everything gets pushed down. Okay. Now, Rosh Hashanah, but love, Vodame, I, mean, I would say never be tried. Everybody also agrees that they were freed from work um, in, on Rosh Hashanah. So how do you know? Again, Rosh Hashanah is a time when there's some sense of, you know, remembrance and a beginning of a redemption um, and so on. Um, Shana- I'm to I will take you out from under the, uh, you know, the, the the bonds of Egypt, um, or the, I'm sorry, the uh, the uh, burdens of Egypt. The kseiv hasam. I have removed from him the burden of his, on his that's on his that's on his shoulders. That's again from the pasuk of Tiku Bachodes Shofar. So the same phrase of to remove the sevel the burden, right? Is you know that word sevel connects to freedom from slavery in Egypt. So that already began on Rosh Hashanah. Yes.
1: I'd like to. I like to ask you about a a, a theological idea about the zirah. Like it yes. can't be that like God like had amnesia. Like when we say dechelamat right. says brishim it's really like an, a reenactment of a moment, like bringing a primal moment into action. Right. So maybe the chira here means. Something
0: moved God to intervene directly that yes means, uh, no, I, I the certainly the whole yeah, the whole I mean everything almost everything about God is anthropomorphic, you know, or anthropopasic, but the right. chira like when it says right. it means God is choosing to, well, yeah, to, to, to intervene. act, intervene, right. and to act clearly. Of course, you could say, "What does that mean that God is choosing?" And is that itself anthropomorphic? But, <laughs> but yes,
1: deal with that, right? Right. right,
0: right. Yes, but these ideas of God remembering, or even think the word pekidah to visit, right. it's not to remember, which we associate with a, which we associate idea. with an idea of recollecting. Right. Right. So even the idea of pekiyot is to act on it. And I want to say something even about the idea of zechira. You know, when the Gemara says like like zachor you know, Yom HaShabbat or zachor you know, it's Says Zachor is the Pe, right? And even in the Gemara, you know, you know, even when it relates to humans, um, so many things are really referring to not in, in, internal, cognitive, or emotional, but a way of create a commemoration for, you know. Um, so even the word, yes, in general, like you know, people have said, somebody said, Nachum Son, Allah said to me, like you know, in Semitic uh, cultures. Um, you know the idea like to thank somebody doesn't mean to thank if you you know thank you know and you, you praise them and you do you know don't say thank you everything all these verbs which we sort of translate as emotive or cognitive are really are, you know it's are could be seen as, as, as performing actions no, right. that right. demonstrate these types of things so zikira right certainly by God but even by humans could mean to do something to show a remembrance and to commemorate yes the, the, David you said
1: there's, there's a note here to yeah. That he says here, so Zahira is to keep something in mind in the text memory,
0: but the is actually to act, act upon, upon it. it. Right. Right, very good. Yeah. You know, but um, um, I think what his name makes that point, Yuashami makes that point in the book Zahor, which is about, that the. Pr- primary focus of that book is the difference between memory and, um, and history. You know, what do we choose to remember and the power that it has mm-hmm. and the story that we tell as opposed to just the facts that occurred. The Jews were very good at memory. They were not historians. You know, but memory was major. Everything is Zahor and Zahor and so on. But I do think that the point he also makes there is about how Zahor is, tr- is translated as a sense of doing something ritual, to commemorate, to ritualize the Zahira, right, and to do something as an act of Zahira. Okay? Yeah so okay so now it says like this okay moving on okay um Benissa how they were redeemed in Nisan as it is says you know as we know so okay we don't have to say anything about that it's clear they were redeemed in Nisan that's Bessah alright Petishre, Atidim moving on okay now they will, uh, now we have back to the debate of Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua. when will be the future redemption so Rabbi Eliezer says Tishre. Asya shofar shofar. You make a, a link between the words of shofar. Kseiv halcha tiko shofar. Blow on the on the month a shofar, which we know is talking about Rosh Hashanah. Steve Hastam, and it says about a, vi- a messianic vision. By Yoma shofar which is a positive that we say in wrote, the Shofaro, it's a blowing of a shofar. It's the blowing of freedom, right? And you know, Yovel know, you blow the shofar. it's also could have mentioned that. That's also right around you know, you know, in Tishrei. But it's the blowing of the shofar it represents freedom, and that's the future redemption, and that will also be on Rosh Hashanah. The same way we blow the shofar on Rosh Hashanah. I mean, it won't be on Rosh Hashanah; it'll be in Tishrei. In Nisan they were redeemed. In Nisan will they will future be redeemed? Minnala, how do you know it? Amakrah, Leil a day of reme- a night of remembrance. Leil Hamishumar Uba Misheses Yumei, or a night of protection. It's an interesting question how you read that. Normally you would say somehow it's a night of protection, but here's how he is how he is going to read it. Leil Hamishumar Uba Misheses Yemei Abreshit, a night that is protected and waiting and anticipated for from the very beginning of creation this is the special night this was the night of the first redemption and this will be the night of the future redemption the Eidach and the one who disagrees and says that it won't happen in Nisan it will happen in Tishrei what do you do with this Pasir? It's a day that is protected from the from the demons. Which, by the way, is similar to like about you know. Very much associated with the Kupen is being protected from the evil forces and so on. Interestingly, it's interesting to ask what Reb Yeshua does with the pasuk about shofar shofar, which is pretty powerful. I have to say, also again, the imagery is a good question. Like, the, I think this to me, you know, is provocative because first of all, if Nissan was the month of the initial redemption and it's Rishol Hulachem L'Chad Shei Hashanah, the whole idea is that now you start counting from Nisan and this marks God's intervention and this is, you know, this, indica- this is the month of Geula. Um It stands to reason that the future redemption will also be in Nisan, right? And, the, and also the, the imagery or, you know, about a world of rebirthing, you know, you go from the dead of winter to the birth of, you know, of the spring, it's very powerful as a period of redemption. So the one who says Tishrei, you know, is, I find a challenging like why would it be that it would not be a continuation of the earlier redemption, which is Nissan? What does that mean that it's Tishrei? And um, you know, and uh, so A, it's just not parallel, and B, the, what's happening in the world? You know, again, in terms of the in terms of the season, is not a powerful mm-hmm. imagery of redemption. So. I really don't know. You know, I mean, obviously the answer seems to be well, okay, but if it's but if Tishrei is the time when God acts in the world, or you know, but I don't know, God sort of, of remembers, He judges on Tishrei, but He acts on Nissan. So I don't, I still don't get it. The yeah.
1: Cultural imagery, does suggest that Tishrei is the time of partnership when human initiative and creativity he has to start to initiate or participate in the process you have that potential idea to that. I know
0: I know but, but how is it different than the initial one the idea is supposed to be that the initial Giula was more God I mean it's true the yeah. Nesra was yeah. just being well, left do, along
1: the, ah, cool. right. and percent. the
0: future redemption will be one of greater partnership correct that's an interesting thought because often the thinking is that the future redemption will bring us to like messianic times and it'll be, you know, it'll be all God. And so, anyway, it does present, I think, an interesting challenge to think about what the message is behind that. Okay, so now that the mark continues, the what? Ah, we'll get to that at the end. Okay, the Asda they go according to their reasonings, the time is on the Brisa, Okay, so the mubble began uh, in the second month on the 17th of the month. So what, what second month was it? Rabbi Yom That was the 17th of Iyar So you see Rabbi Yoshua is counting from Nisan Yom Shemago Kima It is the day when the astronomical um, constellation. constellation Kima which actually says is the tale of the sheep What's the sheep?
1: Uh,
0: Aries And what's the tale of Aries? Anybody know? How does it translate that? Sorry, Kima um,
1: He doesn't translate it but he says it's the Thedese
0: Pleiades which is the tale of, of Ari and it is the tale of Ari okay so here let me tell you Taurus what?
1: Think, and the head of Taurus
0: okay. and the head of Taurus okay. Okay. okay so Rashi here if you want to know about your constellations if you go to take a look at Rashi do, 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 where's the Rashi um okay so Rashi it is one two three five lines down in the wide lines and Rashi says or the end of the fourth line the run. Pleasure to Om Sartan Aryeh. Right? So the Aries, Taurus, um, Gemini, Cancer, L- what's the lion? Leo. Leo. Leo Besoula, um, Virgin. V- uh Virgin. Um, okay. Maznayan, the scales. Yeah. Libra. Uh What? Libra. Libra. Akrav is Scorpio. Scorpio. Keshet. Sagittarius. Sagittarius. Okay. Oh, because you have the archer. Gidee. Right? Capricorn, oh yeah, record go, go. The Lee, which is the water carrier which is Aquarius, Aquarius, Aquarius. and dagim is Pisces, Pisces. okay the wow. gadad and basically the way it works is so you have it like here
1: top this is the <laughs> fact that no foreign culture ever penetrates the Jewish people <laughs> too <laughs> <Wow. laughs> pure you know, i that's being recorded is
0: <laughs> <clears throat> um Hold on. Okay. So this is the cycle, right? Taurus uh no, this is uh the ram the la- the ram. Um was that we say Aries Taurus uh, and I forget, to Omin, I mean, Gemini, etc. Okay, this is the cycle, and what happens is, is that during the day, you know, when they say so-and-so is in the ascendancy or whatever, if there are 12 of these, each one, they're like two hours between each one. You know, that's, I don't know, this is the concept. So, when the day begins, in, 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 in Nissan, it starts by Nissan. we're going to see, we count it to Kufot, and we sort of, you know, the our starting point is Nissan for everything. So Taurus is in the Not Tauri's, I keep on saying... Um, um, uh, Aries is in the ascendancy for the first two hours. Like, it's all turning like a wheel, right? So the first two hours, Aries is in the ascendancy. The next two hours, you know, or at least, it's, you know, the Taurus starts going up and so on, and that's how sort of everything rotates. And that's for Nissan. For Ray, would be it would you know, you'd be six months later, right? So this stuff would be on the top and that would be on the bottom. Okay, so what is he saying? He says... That's true. You yeah, have the
1: summer sky and the winter
0: sky. Right, mm-hmm. right. Okay. So he says like this. But also, uh, so he says... yom mm-hmm. So if it starts this way in Nisan, so by E-R, right, when the day begins... Right? This has already risen, risen there, and the day is going to begin with, sh- with the shore, right? And this has already gone down here. It's one month later, so this is how it looks. So he says that for some reason this is called Shokea, because since it already has broke, you know, has begun to rise, you look at all the rest of the period as it's, as it's in its setting motion. I don't know why. To yeah, me, yeah, you would start right. calling about setting by midday. Anyway, so since this, in in er is setting okay. Yom kima maatim. And apparently, in the spring the underwater well springs are less rushing because, yeah, because you know, I guess the the uh, melting of the snows and whatever, and all of the water comes in the fall. By right? by the spring, it's thro- they're drying up. Um, umi toshishinu because they perverted their ways change their ways natural ways you know maybe referring to the idea that they you know interbred or at least that they sinned God perverted the norm, normal ways of nature the hell and the Kima began its ascendancy in the day so it started the day again I don't know why it so matters who, here. who, it was to a, who the people of the Mabu oh, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. okay. So, so, so the Kima started its ascendancy at the beginning of the day as opposed to in its you know beginning to set um, that was so but now, now why is that significant the God took two stars away from Kima. Davy Mablou, I mean, the world came and flood came to the world. Not exactly clear, like the stars are like little plugs, you know, in the big uh, water uh, storehouse above. You remove the stars and the water comes down. Some also want to say that the Gemma understands that the stars of Kima are what keeps the world cool. So by removing the stars, it brought, like, we're going to talk in a minute about the hot water and it made it very hot and boiling. Um, What? Right. right. So somehow you remove those two stars and the plugs get opened. Exactly. Okay, Rabbi Eliezer Omer. Now Rabbi Eliezer says, So again, Rabbi Eliezer is demonstrating that he thinks that the world was created in Chishrei. So the counting of the second month is going to mean Cheshvan. So, um, so, that would be a day when the kima would begin, during the day, would be rising from below. Okay? It would start the day, I think, here or something, anyway, and would begin rising. Go, go figure out what that is. Umayinot mitgavrim, and the underwater wellsprings are getting more and more powerful, right, because uh, the melting snows. Umitosh shishinu ma'asehem, because they perverted their ways, and shina God perverted the ways of, of nature. The hellamazokim labiyomah brought up the the, uh, the mazal of kima, the um, uh, constellation of kima in the day, and he brought him. He brought him now, the question is, what does it mean, shina? We just said, according to him, if it's happening in Chetan, that's exactly what happens that kima goes up in the day and there's a lot of water in the underworld washing. So, the Gemara is going to ask. So, let's finish up this sugiyah, get to the two dots. So, the Gemara says like this. The Yeshua, Haim, Dechsev, Rebbe, I don't understand what it means the second month. He says it's Iyar. El Rebbe Eliezer Maisheni What does not mean second month? Which is a bizarre question because Rebbe Eliezer is just counting from Tishrei. So second month means Tishrei. So Tosa says the Gemara is assuming that even if you say the world was created in Tishrei the months are counted from Nisan. Like when the Torah says Achod <laughs> Chadashim which is strange because presumably you know one way of reading is that's the Kiddush of the Torah that we're going to start counting the months in a different way not linked to the beginning one. Anyway, that's what the Gemara says. Why Shani? Is this the structure of a measure? So is a shani meaning shina? No, I don't think so. Maybe. Oh, you're right. I didn't pick Shaini? that up. Maybe that's you're right. Bacheres is Shani and shina. That's, that's, that's interesting. So I didn't think. That's a nice point. Okay, Shani ladin. No, the second month from the time that they were being judged. You know, maybe they were judged that it was going to happen already in Tishrei, and we know Tishrei is a day of judgment and so on. All right, that was a strange question. So I think Dov is right that the idea of Shina <laughs> Shina is because it's a chodesh I think that's very I think you I think you're I think you're totally right, I think that's totally correct. So according to Yeshua, we understand Shina because Kima normally starts descending and there's not a lot of water. El Rebu yeser My Shina, what does it mean Shina? What, what was different about it? Kiruafchizda, like Rav Chizda but they sinned with boiling liquid, which means semen, okay? So basically referring to again interspecies breeding, interspecies species sex and they were judged with boiling hot water in the sin which normally just by itself means sex sexual sin the water is abated the king's anger abated so you and is like fiery anger so it means it means it means not only abated but it means like the temperature got lowered right it cooled off so you see they were judged in hot water, and that was the sheina. The shina, not that it was kima, not that it was water. All that was natural, but that it was boiling hot. Okay, now we finally get to the resolution. Tanu Rabbanan. Chachmei Yisrael, the sages of Israel, monim le mabul to Rabbi Eliezer. They count from the mabul, interestingly, like, you know, what they're using, our chumash. Anyway, they count the world, the mabul, the natural calendar like Rabbi Eliezer, with tkufa to Rabbi But for the tkufa, for the seasons, like Rabbi Yehoshua. Now, Roshan tells us both say. If you're counting the seasons by Nisan, the way you count the seasons demonstrates when you think the world was created because presumably your point of reference is the moment of creation of the world. That would be your point of reference. And then from that, you know, is it how many, you know, you, know, you figure out how, how distant it is and you do all your calculations from that point of reference. So if they're counting... From the Kufaf for Rabbi Yeshua, they basically paskin b'nisan bin, pask, Nisani olam. They just think that maybe the the calendar and the Torah is from Tishrei, but still they rule. Beneath, they, they're presumably assuming Nisani ivra olam. And Chachmei umos olam side but Chachmei Yisrael. I was already jumping to the next thing. If I, well, I said before, it didn't make sense. Chachmei Yisrael makes sense. They're paskining whatever. But now Chachmei umos olam. But the uh, the, the, the the stages of the of the world monim Aslam ma bulk Rabbi Yoshua they're consistent and they think not only is the world created in Nisan and they figure out the calendar from Nisan but even when they look at the dates in the Torah again what the Chachmei Mazalama are doing looking at the dates in the Torah they assume that it's being counted from Nisan so the interesting thing here is is that everybody forgetting how you just read the dating by the Mabu right that's the only dating you have in the Torah until the story of Yisiyas Mitzrayim is the Mabu but besides the question of the dating in the Torah everybody agrees that the world was created in Nisan the Gemara is going to say in the future that the fact that we say in our liturgy you know you know shows that we are assuming that the so the so David back to your question how do we rule it's not clear okay <laughs> there still remains to be the way in all the people like you know we, all the uh sort of rabbinic literature ant kufa kufa assumes Nisan right assumes that the world was created in Nisan and that we're going to Use that as our point of reference, uh, right? But the um, but the but but you know, so much of our liturgy, especially around Rosh Hashanah, assumes that Peti Nivraha Olam. So we can continue to be conflicted about that. All right.